people aren't taught that, you know, this is not the real thing. If they want to do well, mm. they have to work for it. But I don't think that's a problem with social media. That, that's a problem with people. It's all rooted in insecurity, isn't it? Like, it's insane the amount of people that just go somewhere or do something yeah. to put it on their Insta. The world is just far too complex today. There's a lot of factors that build up over a long period of time. I think with depression, there's like a, a trigger. Success isn't an outcome, it's a journey. It's like, a, do you know your purpose? If you know your purpose, are you working towards it? If you're working towards your purpose, that's, that pretty much makes you happy. Today on episode one of The Calling Podcast, I sit down with my good friend Matt. We talk about coming out of school into the real world and how that really bursts your bubble, how he went travelling by himself and what he learnt from it that you can't learn anywhere else. We talk a bit about social media and how it can have a negative effect effect on your mental health. Matt then shares a personal story about mental health and how he struggled with depression and anxiety and ways to really help get around the depression and anxiety. So... Without further ado, here's the first podcast. Matt, thanks for being on the show. Thank you Just for having me. Just the cameras are working. Yeah, cameras are on. Wicked. Perfect. Thanks for coming on the show. This mm-hmm. is episode one of The Calling. So this no is the first then. thing that people are yeah. going to hear, even <laughs> though we're recording it like fifth in order. All right. I want to start today with, we both went to the same school. Mm. Yeah. And before the podcast, we talked about the importance of bursting this bubble. Mm. Because both of us coming out of school... Yeah. Into the real world, it's a completely different experience. Yeah, definitely. And it's... it's I think... Yeah, go ahead. People uh, people aren't taught that, you know, this is not the real thing. Yeah. You know, people don't realise that leaving school yeah. is... You have to... Yeah, you have to do your own thing, really. You can't always like do what you're told, because that's sort of what you're taught to do in school. You mm. have to have your own ideas, put them out there, and... Like be confident in them. Yeah, and and we talked about how private schools mm. as well are even more of a bubble. Yeah, definitely. How, how do you think that is? Like, why do you think that is? I don't know. Like, obviously, a lot of kids are given everything they need by the parents. You yeah. know, they're never yeah thought that they have to they have to work hard. The importance of really knowing where your money is coming from as well. Mm. Yeah. Which is like, both of us have jobs, right? Yeah. And we're both making our own money and everything. So we understand and we appreciate where the money's coming from. Yeah. But a lot of kids a lot still... Of people don't realise the value of money. Yeah, absolutely. And they don't realise that, you know, if they want to do well, mm. they have to work for it. Mm. And like, yeah, and getting a nine to five job for me, which I worked at for like two, over two years, taught me loads of stuff that I couldn't learn at school. The importance of money, the important... Well, just people in general and how they work and you know people yeah. are completely different in the real world than I see your friends at private school right i think the problem with private school mm. is that like it's always going to be okay when you're in private school like mm. you can mess up yeah you can kind mm. of just fuck around if you want to yeah and like it's always going to be all right whereas you come out into the real world and mm. it's not always going to be all right mm. like you have to you have to sort of yeah. well, really well, do, do, like, for me you have to work hard. Yeah, That's for me at private really. school as well, university is pushed mm. so hard. It's probably the same yeah. in most schools, but especially in private yeah. schools, they want a good reputation, much, which is yeah. why they push you into university. Mm. 
you chose not to go to university. You wanted to travel. Yep. T- tell me a bit about why you wanted to travel and what you gained from it. Because you did it yourself, didn't you? Mm. And there's something important about traveling by yourself. I really think the more experience you get going to new places, like really stepping outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. You learn a lot about yourself that way. Mm. It's a bit cliche, but it's yeah, very true. But it's true. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I, I traveled by myself at 17 yeah. and it's something everybody should do in their mm. lifetime. Absolutely, yeah. Because even though you're traveling by yourself, you're never by yourself. True, yeah. There's yeah. always people that you're going to meet and they're going to be hospitable towards you. Yeah. They're going to sort of, yeah, just even just say like, yeah. you know, hello, how are you? Like, what's your name? Where are you from? Yeah. Because that's like, that's what you need, isn't it? When you're traveling on your own, you just want to meet people that are doing the same thing as you or... <laughs> Doing whatever to be honest, because like let's bring the microphone closer to you. There you go. We're all set now. We're all set. All right. Yeah. Sound. So what's what what are some of the best things that you learn from traveling? Best things I learned. What's are important life lessons that you can learn from traveling? I think having come from obviously the school we did, like yeah. it's you don't learn in that environment that you can you can do anything really. Like yeah. There's no sort of prescribed route that you have to follow. Mm. You know, there's infinite options out there Mm. for, like, the course you want to sort of send your life in that direction, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And sort of travelling, seeing a bit more of the world, seeing a bit more of what people do, like, just completely different types of people that you'd never meet, like, at school or just living where you live. Yeah. Like... Because when you're traveling, it's like you're radically free. Mm. It's like you have way too many options. And that teaches you a lot because in life, you don't have multiple courses that you can go down, Mm. right? You have to make your own. I think it's very interesting when people, especially like people our age, they leave school and they go and travel. Like Mm. when you've got, like you said, sort of radical freedom, like Mm. you can do whatever you want in that time. What do people do with that time? Yeah, you got to spend your time wisely. Mm. But also, very, I think it's very interesting to see, like, when people think, like, I can do anything. You yeah. know, what do they? What do they do with that time? Yeah, and most people see it as a gap year, right? Mm. When you go and traveling before, yeah. like, straight after school, and that's often seen as time off. It's like, all right, this is this is yeah. a year of you just like playing about, mm. and then eventually you're going to come into the real world again. But it it's not that way, and actually, you learn so much from traveling. Yeah, I think um, I was saying to you beforehand. Yeah, I really dislike the term gap year. Tell me I about it. It's very, like, it's very sort of narrow-minded. You know? It's got a stigma attached to it. Definitely, yeah. like, people think like, okay, I'll finish school. Well, yeah. I've uh, gone a gap year now before I go to uni. Travel to Thailand. Go to Thailand and Bali, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and work in fucking Tesco for the rest of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's more you can be doing. Like this time, it's not yeah. a like single year, yeah, that you spend like just earn a bit of money first, then do some traveling. Like, yeah. there's infinite options for you to be doing in that time. And I think the biggest yeah. thing is what are you going to learn from it? Okay, I was also saying to you before, like I've learned much more since leaving school than yeah. I did in school. Tell me some of the best things that you've learned since leaving school and traveling. Since leaving school and traveling, I think. So, f- so for someone who hasn't gone traveling yet, mm. who's thinking about it, 
someone who's at school now who who mm. might be leaving or someone who just genuinely wants to travel for a bit yeah experience some stuff well, what some pieces of advice I don't know I think you should really treat it as a time to learn more about yourself mm-hmm. learn who you are and what you want to do mm-hmm. like with your time really okay because if you don't allow yourself like however long it is yeah weeks months a year to like just get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. put yourself out there and sort of realize that you know I can I can do anything that's the main thing which is getting yeah. out of your comfort zone because it's definitely. it's so difficult but mm. it's so good once you're there and yeah, you definitely. only you only really grow when you're out of your comfort zone and when yeah. you're sort of thrown in the deep end that's the way you learn the most absolutely yeah absolutely because uh, yeah that's the thing if you never push yourself outside of your comfort zone then like you're gonna never really what are you living for <laughs> yeah it's, it's true yeah um i love the story you told me which was when you went traveling to budapest you saw a bunch <laughs> of girls who literally just took a picture and left yeah it's and these um there's some uh there's some very famous like thermal baths in budapest mm. and i saw i saw a group of group of girls sort of come in mm. they took a load of pic- like group photos all smiling mm. you know having a great time then they sat down on the steps yeah. for about 10 minutes, mm-hmm. all of them on their phones, yeah. posting this picture. And then they got up and left. They just didn't even go in the baths at all? That's the thing. Like, there's a lot of people, like, it's insane the amount of people that just go somewhere or do something yeah. to put it on their Insta. Like, it's it's a highlight reel, like, is what it is, Instagram. It's a... What's that? Sorry, highlight reel. So it's like it's uh, it, yeah, the best points in your life you put on there. Yeah, it's also very fake, though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's a very very fake environment where everyone. I feel like a lot of people are trying to sort of prove themselves, trying to impress people, and say mm-hmm. like, you know, "Look at what a great time I'm having. Like, yeah. Look at how amazing my life is." Mm. And obviously, most of the time, that's not. The case. Yeah, because because in that case, when the girls yeah. were taking the group photos. All of their friends on Instagram someone, are, go, are going, looking at that is going yeah. to think, wow, that, that's such amazing. a great time in Budapest. Yeah. They're swimming around in the sun. Whereas in reality, they just yeah. took a picture to impress some people and they didn't even go exactly. for a swim. They're probably not that happy with that holiday. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, it's, it's crazy the lengths people will go to to just impress other people. Mm. Do you think that's a reason why there's such like a spike in anxiety and depression today? Or, or do you think it's just like, it's just a byproduct? Definitely. I think social media is a huge catalyst yeah. for uh, mental illness, really. Because mm. let's take Instagram, for example. Yeah. Like, you're scrolling through this, looking at how amazing everyone else's life is. Yeah. There's a huge pressure to be a certain way, mm-hmm. like, appear a certain way. And, you know, like, um, a lot of people using me, like, Insta are going to be, what, like, 12, 13, 14, you yeah, know, they see, yeah. they, they're subjected to this kind of pressure. Mm. And, like, that, of course that's not going to have a good effect on people. Yeah. Like, I think we're just too obsessed with trying our, to impress our people. Our appearance. Really, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge problem. For sure. Do you, so if we think we got rid of social media, do you think that would help at all? Or? Well, it's not a bad thing in itself, is it? It's yeah. always the way we use it. Same with any technology. Mm. Like, in itself, yeah. 
it's like it could be used for great things. Like yeah. it is used for great things a lot of yeah. the time, but it can also be very harmful if we have the wrong attitude towards it. Mm. Like, okay, it's all about the attitude I think that we have. Yeah, because social media, you can let's say you're an influencer. Yeah, all right. You can influence great things like True. positivity. I don't know, like business. Like it's great for connectivity and networking and and just you know meeting great people. But again, like you said, it people can compare themselves too easily to other people. But I don't think that's a problem with social media. That that's a problem with people, really. Yeah, of course. It's um, it all starts with us and. Like what? What we're using it for, really? I guess. Like yeah. what the, what our yeah, what our aim is. Like I said, if your aim is to impress people mm. and Bad sort idea. of show everyone that mm. your life's great, you know, yeah. this is how attractive you are. This is how much of a great time you're having. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, like if that's your aim, yeah, then it's never going to be a healthy thing for you yeah. because. It's never going to be enough, is it? You know, because mm. think about like, let's talk like Instagram likes, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, if you get fifty, mm-hmm. you want a hundred. Get a hundred, you want two hundred. That's so true. You get two hundred. Yeah, you want five hundred. Yeah. Like, it's never, it never so stops. Think, yeah. And I'm sure you were talking about influencers and yeah. these people with thousands and thousands of followers. Mm. Like, I would not be surprised if. Like a lot of them feel the exact same anxiety that oh, yeah. someone with fifty followers feels. Like Absolutely. it's. Do you think you should just be grateful for what you have then? Yeah, I think like well, obviously, if you're trying to impress people, yeah, if you're trying to always like put an image out there, mm. then you're never gonna really feel fulfilled, are you? Yeah, because it's like it's it never ends. Like trying yeah. to sort of. Mm. Having having goals like that, like because for me, I remember I remember being a kid and yeah. all I cared about was my appearance, and that's yeah. not just for social media. That was for you know whenever I went out into public, I had to wear like branded clothes and stuff yeah. like that. But that's just not the case anymore. Mm. And I don't know if that's something that kids just go through as a phase, or yeah. if that just carries on into adulthood. And and some no, people just get lucky is, and get out of it. It is a big problem. It mm. Affects our. It's a huge part of our culture, isn't it? Okay, like talking about branded clothing, like showing yeah. everyone that. Like, look at look at what I'm wearing. You know, yeah. this shows that I'm yeah. I'm cool. I've got yeah. money. Whatever it is, mm. and it's, yeah, it's almost it's a huge it's, problem because yeah. it's attached to. It's almost. I think, sorry, go ahead. I think it's all rooted in insecurity, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. feeling like you've got to prove you're enough. Prove yourself. Yeah. Like it's such a shame that people feel as though they have to prove themselves in that mm. way. And again, as we were talking about, like Insta, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever it is, mm. people putting these images of themselves out there yeah. is just, yeah, it's such a shame. Because yeah. it's, like I said, it's rooted in sort of insecurity and feeling that you're not, mm. like, you're not good enough. Because true confidence is like when you just walk out and you don't give a fuck. Like, exactly. Like you don't care what you're wearing, you don't care what yeah. people think of you. That's true confidence. That's something you want to aim for, yeah. really. I want to go a bit um, further into into the root of mental health mm. because you you've experienced some of it yourself. Definitely, yeah. depression, anxiety, yeah, struggle. Yeah, quite intensely with depression, 
anxiety. Where did that come from for you? Where did it come from? I think... Because you can't really pinpoint exactly, but... I don't know. You know. It's, it's obviously, it's an illness. Like, yeah. people don't realise enough that it is, like, mm. it is an illness. Like, it's yeah. not... Um, in the same way that cancer is an illness, you know. Yeah. There are... It's... There are causes of it. Yeah. But, like... It's not something that you can just sort of like say, "All right, I'm going to cut it out now." You know, I'm going to get myself together. You know, it's because it's a, a very physical thing. Exactly, it affects yeah. your brain and everything exactly. like that. People don't, you know, people don't realize enough that the brain it's it's an organism. Yeah, the same way that your heart can like have problems, your liver can have problems, your brain has problems as well. Yeah, and it manifests itself differently. Absolutely, but it's still a physical problem. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that said. Yeah, there are other factors that obviously you can change, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. I think when you ask about the causes, I think it's a it's a balance. I think okay. between because I many I, many yeah. different factors. I've met a lot of people who genuinely suffer from depression, yeah. and it's been going on for years, and like they have to take pills, and uh, I never yeah. I never really understood it. Like I've never been like fully depressed in my mm. life, but. You know, it's a very real thing. It's it's sad to see because it affects so many people our age, doesn't it? It's huge. It's massive, and it's just not talked about enough, really. I I just don't. It's not understood enough. I I think Mm. people understand that it's a real thing and everything, but I just don't think people understand it because I never really understood it until I went through like a small spiral myself. Mm. Yeah, and it's not a feeling of sadness. It it's more like a feeling of hopelessness. It's more like you know. Even if I did this, would it even matter? Like, I'd say I never really, um, I never really understood it either yeah. until a very close friend of mine mm. uh, passed away. She took her own life, Bless. and that obviously made me realise like this is huge. Like, yeah. if this, if, if it's affecting us in this way, mm. you know, from then on, I struggled quite intensely with depression myself yeah. because it's. It's like a loss of uh, a loss of hope, really. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's yeah. like the feeling that there's like nothing, nothing good is ever going to happen. Mm. Like I saw, I saw an interesting study or heard about it. That yeah, it was saying that I can't remember what they did. It was something with mice and dopamine, okay. like dopamine in the brain. It was showing that dopamine is it's not just feeling good. It's yeah. about Feeling like something good is going to happen. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's about hope for the future. Mm. And I think when you are depressed, you have no hope for the future. Yeah, you don't believe in yourself anymore, which is a Definitely. horrible thing, because you <laughs> you have to believe in yourself if you want to be happy and fulfilled and everything. Are you able to just mm. check the camera and press the record button? Yeah, like... <laughs> depression is certainly... Re- it's Are just it's right top red, top red. I think I pushed it. Is it on? Nah, don't worry. No, 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 top red. Hold on, camera. The wrong one. Camera's being odd. I'm rubbish with technology, in case you haven't realised. Why not? That was the one I was pushing. Alright, we're all good. <laughs> we saw it. We saw it. Don't worry. Bit of a technical problem there. 
That's like if you do to the EU because they put ban when they haven't put bans they put like tariffs on video cameras and it's ridiculous. Mm. Um, where were we? We were we were just talking about depression really, like mental health. Yeah, and that's how much of an issue it is really. How do you think it's something that people just obviously you can't get just get out of it with a click? Yeah, but it's something you can definitely work on. It is like <clears throat> it's not something that you can work on by yourself I think you need yeah. like the first step and the most important step is always always talking to people mm-hmm. like your friends your family whoever it is yeah. professional help mm-hmm. you need to talk about it because that is the only way you're going to be able to sort of get some perspective on it because you know mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. struggling intensely with especially anxiety yeah. like it's very sort of ingrained into it it's like a spiral like just in your head you can't you can't get out of it unless yeah. you get it out of you you need an objective voice for yeah. sure because all you're thinking about when you're depressed or anxious it's like it's you it's an internal dialogue with yourself Definitely. and you need a voice of reason to talk to you about yeah. it it's not that you don't have an internal voice of reason i guess it's just yeah. like it's like <laughs> when you're in depressed you're not in a good state to talk to yourself yeah so you need someone who, who can help a way, you. Yeah. A way I like to think about it is if you, had, if you broke your leg, yeah. would you walk around with a broken leg saying, I know it's fine, it's fine. I'm, I'm doing fine, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need any help. Yeah. No, of course. Mm-hmm. You would go straight to the hospital and say, fix me in that one. This is <laughs> like, this yeah. is a serious problem. Yeah. And I need help with it. You know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not just going to fix my broken leg by myself. Yeah. And it's exactly the same with Mental health mm. issues like mental A and E. Yeah, maybe that's a that's a good way to sort of think about like yeah. just opening yeah. up to people and talking to uh-huh. people about it. Because, like I said, it's the most important thing that you have to do mm-hmm. to sort of start to start to get better. Really, mm. lots of people think that um, sort of the, the depression, anxiety, and everything comes from. Having things there all the time for you, like like it's it's easy to have stuff. Yeah. Um. So if you think about what we were talking about before the podcast mm. is that our parents' generation, you know, walking around with walk Sony Walkmans, yeah, listening to music. Yeah. Mm. Compared to now, you just go on Spotify and you can listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, the change is insane. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Yeah, I think. Things are easy, you can get them. The quick. biggest, like the biggest, like most instant gratification. source of gratification is, of course, the internet. Mm-hmm. That's something that our generation is the first to really experience it. Really experience, yeah. Mm. And it's it's just too much, really, for like for young people's minds. What like people at twelve on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. whatever it is, like these constant like little hits of dopamine, like it's. Like for developing brains, like it's not, it's just like it's not healthy. Like yeah. a young, like really young person's brain just can't like can't cope with that amount of dopamine. Like of course it's gonna cause illness. Really, like yeah. I think it's it's crazy how we don't sort of see this direct link between sort of having everything there, mm-hmm. like on your phone. You, do, you know, I've got everything. Like whatever you want, yeah. it's right there in your hands. Mm. I think it's crazy that we don't see the link between having that and not having any hope for the future because you've got everything there instantly. Like, if you want to look at something, oh, look, 
That's it. That's that. And that's brand new as well because the iPhone mm. only came out in what 2007, 2008, yeah. something so like that. That's like twelve years. Yeah, yeah. That's so a it's crazy very much short amount of time. We're still getting used to, I yeah. think. And it's definitely like I was saying, something that you. Yeah, it's uh, it's very much linked, I think, to like not being able to like see past like your current state if you know what I mean okay so, so it's so very much like in the moment like scrolling down you got like dopamine 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 like yeah. it's an instant hit mm. and of course that's sort of directly linked to not being able to see forward into the future and not having any hope really it's a sad thing it's, it's very sad yeah and I think it's definitely like I was saying very closely linked to like almost this epidemic we have of mental illness in young people. Mm. Because people often say that the reason there's so much mental health issues today is because people weren't talking about it. Back in the day, it will sort of shut up. But mm. is that the case, really? Or, or or is it just like these crazy changes that are happening in our world? Because there's, there's this guy I talked to you earlier about, mm. Jordan Peterson, who puts it brilliantly. He says the world is just far too complex today. There are yeah. too many options. There are too many laws to make rules and there's yeah. so much information and you know even if you go on the internet the facebook uh, facebook instagram if you're reading your news from there there's so much information yeah. that your brain takes in it's so complex that you know yeah, you definitely. just don't know what to do with it and having a simple life would probably make you happier yeah that's true i mean you don't need a lot do you you no. don't need everything that you see on the internet mm. you don't need everything that you see in the shops on the tv whatever it is mm. Just like you need, you need what you need, and yeah. like that's not a lot. Always, mm. it's uh, like you're saying. Maybe. If you're able to live simply, like you can tie that in with traveling as well, because mm. obviously when you're traveling, you only have a backpack. Yeah, and y you know you're going from place to place. You don't, you don't need a lot of things. You you can't have a lot of things. Yeah. So maybe that's something that people can learn. You know, if you if you're traveling, maybe that links to depression. Yeah. So, so what do you it, mean? if you see what I mean, like not having a lot, but being happy with what you have and having new experiences, maybe that actually that's maybe that that's something. Going through new experiences and getting out of your comfort zone mm. definitely help your anxiety. Yeah, because yeah, I think so well, obviously anxiety makes you feel like you can't do these things. You can't like push yourself out mm. of your comfort zone. You can't like do something yeah do something new because like obviously if you if you have anxiety you know mm. you suffer from panic attacks maybe like you're gonna yeah. feel like you know if i if i go and like travel to this country like i have a panic attack i'm gonna like i feel like i'm gonna die like yeah. whatever it is like <clears throat> i think definitely going out there and doing those things yeah. is it's very difficult things mm. to do but it's definitely the best way to really um really realize that mm. like the worst is not going to happen like it's all right nothing yeah bad is going to happen to you i, I want to hear a bit yeah i want to hear a bit more about your story through yeah through like anxiety and depression because that's what people are going to really listen to is it here's a person who's had who well who has been anxious who has been depressed but i want to know what's helped him like an actual story an actual story well 
like I said, I think it's there's a lot of factors that build up over a long period of time. I think with depression, there's like a often a trigger, mm-hmm. something that sort of brings out the worst stage and sends you into like such a negative spiral. Mm. And for me, that was when uh, my uh, it was a very recent ex girlfriend of mine yeah. took her own life. See so that. Sent me into a spiral of depression and just a lot of purpose, really. Mm. A lot of self-worth, like, just everything. Like, you lose all sort of hope for the future, I guess. But, uh, so, yeah, I struggled uh, for quite some time with uh, depression, anxiety, self-harm, mm. suicidal tendencies. Like, yeah. it's it's a very difficult thing to go through, but like I was saying, there is there is always hope. There's always really. a light at the end of the tunnel. Always, always. And the most important thing is to talk to people and realise that, you know, people do care about you. Mm. People... Would and people would care, yeah, if you weren't here. Oh, yeah, and just talking to people is sort of the first step to realize that you know this is going to get better. Mm. Like, it's the very first thing, and the most important thing Mm. you have to do is to just talk to like whoever it is a friend, yeah, family member, even like professional help if you don't feel like you can talk to your family or family or your friends. Like, I'm sure, like, with almost everyone. That will have like, yeah. like a family member or a friend that will listen to you, will care about you, mm. and be able to give you some good advice to sort of start making improvements. There's two interesting points that I've taken out of there. Mm. Is that first is the loss of purpose. Yeah, because I think that's so interesting. In that. When you have purpose and you're actively working towards your purpose, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much the definition of success, really. Yeah. Success isn't an, an outcome, it's a journey. It's like, a, do you know your purpose? If you know your purpose, are you working towards it? If you're working towards your purpose, that's, that pretty much makes you happy. Yeah. Right. But also, the second thing that I pointed out there is uh, the importance of self love. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can be loved by other people, but if you don't love yourself, that's mm. a real problem because that's where it has yeah. to start from. If you love yourself, you're naturally going to love other people around you, your friends, your family. It's going to affect your relationships for the better. Well, of course, insecurity is a huge problem for young people. Mm. Um, and you know, just the feeling that like you're not good enough, you don't have any self-love because I don't, I don't know what causes it. There's obviously <laughs> a huge range of factors. Yeah the internet as we were talking about being one mm-hmm. but you know when you don't have any self-worth you know what um what's the motivation to to do anything have you found any like, any ways to sort of help with self-love or, or to just get better confidence what, what are some things that work for you i've got some things that have worked for me but i want to hear i think like i said i've said this a few times but the first and most important step is just talking to people okay like open up 
yep. realize that it's not something that it's not uh, it's not something to be ashamed about. Mm. It's you're not a burden to anyone. Like people are there who care about you and want to help you. Mm. And when you open up, and people will say like, you know, I really I really want to help you sort of get better. Yeah. You know, that's that's a huge thing yeah. to hear because. You know, I mean, you realise that people do care about you, and that you know that that'll give you a little bit of a little bit of drive to sort of go on to the next thing, and then the next mm. thing, and then the next thing, and just gradually sort of build yourself up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Some things that have worked for me, for sure, for for learning to like love yourself and and help yeah. yourself is first of all, it sounds really weird, but just look yourself in the mirror yeah. and tell tell yourself. What you love about yourself. Yeah. You know, what are you grateful for? Mm. That's another thing. It's really hard to be in a bad mood when you're grateful. And you, you can yeah. always be grateful. No matter how hard life mm. is right now for you, you can literally yeah. just go, wow, I'm alive. All right. I've got good health. Mm. You know, I've got family, got friends. Yeah. Even those things is a huge thing because some people Same just don't what, have any what, of that. What you have, like, yeah. You know, I've, um, like I said, putting yourself out of your comfort zone really sort of makes you realise that, definitely. Okay, yeah. I've, um, I've done some sort of volunteering work with, like, with sort of homeless people and, mm. you know, seeing, like, seeing guys, like, sat there yeah. fucking shooting themselves up, heroin, crack, whatever it is, mm. living rough, like, sleeping in a fucking car park, like... Yeah. When you see that, it's it's quite sobering, really, because it makes you realise, mm. like, yeah, you know, I have a lot to be grateful for, mm. and yeah, I think it's all linked. Like, obviously, like I said, putting yourself out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. red makes you realise that, like, I I have a lot to be grateful for, and. That's an interesting yeah. point that you talked about going and helpless. Uh, sorry, going and helping homeless shelters and stuff like that. And it's like going and helping uh, an elderly home, for example. You learn a lot yeah. of valuable life lessons. So what you learned from the homeless was that you have so much to be grateful for. You have a house, and you know you, mm. you've got food all the time. And it's, it's a great thing. Yeah. But also, um, I was reading this book about uh, self awakening, and, and it's like sort of a spiritual book. Is uh, but. A great yeah. point in there was um, this guy went round to terminal cancer patients and all they talked about was how much they regret in life. And that scared the shit yeah. out of him because he was like, this is going to be me in 40 years time yeah. because I haven't done the things that I really want to do in life. Yeah, And that links to purpose as well. If you know your purpose, just go after it. If you don't know your purpose, mm. do something like traveling. Learn to know yourself. That's always what people say is, you know, when you, it's a, it's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? But when you're, We're all about when, you're on your, <laughs> when you're on your deathbed, you know, what are you going to regret? The things that you did mm. or the things that you didn't do? Yeah. Like, because you get one life, yeah. you know, it's incredibly precious. Mm. It's infinitely valuable. Yeah. And what are you going to make out of it, I guess? Yeah. What are you gonna do with it? Are you gonna yeah. always play it safe? 
you're not always sort of have a sturdy job, have a yeah. sturdy house. Not family. any of the, these things are bad. No, they're not bad. They're but yeah, you they're always have to. I think remember that that your life is very, very precious, mm. very meaningful, and like, yeah, what are you going to do with that? Just I guess? do what you want. Yeah, is exactly. what I found. Like, you're not going to be here forever, so yeah. like. Yeah. You might as well make the mm. most of your time, I guess. Mm. For me, for me, it's what scares you is what you should always do. Mm. And I don't mean that in, in in the fact that like if you see a bunch of people shooting people in the street, you run in because it scares you. I'm I'm talking yeah. more like when starting this podcast, I was like, this scares me shitless because yeah. <laughs> like I'm putting myself out there. People are going to listen. People are probably going to like give me give me shit for it. Yeah, but you know. I genuinely don't care. And mm. the reason I, I was I finally decided to start the podcast or start a YouTube channel or a business or anything like that is because yeah. it scared me. It's like a challenge. Mm. And it it's I think you should just always follow something that scares you. We were talking uh beforehand about sort of uh about rejection mm-hmm. and being sort of learning to accept rejection as yeah. something that doesn't it doesn't make you a bad person. No. It's nothing against you. It's a good thing. It's something love it. that you you need to embrace to be able to move on to better things. Because you know, if you're always yeah. scared to be rejected, then yeah, we'll just hit the button yeah. again. Yeah, camera. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, if you're always scared of what's going to happen, yeah, the rejection, then are you ever going to be able to move on to? Bigger oh, and better things. You can't be scared You're of rejection. You're not going to be able to put yourself can't. out there. You you just... Like, especially for me who started business, right? Mm. You have to learn to love rejection. Mm. Because, you know, 99% of the time, you're just going to get no's or no replies at all. Mm. And it's, it's the same with everything in life. But you always have to ask. You always have to ask. Because yeah. if you just... If you give up, that's failure. Yeah. Failing in itself isn't a bad thing. Because you're yeah. learning something. And you should never be like, oh, why is this happening to me? You should be like, oh, what can I learn from this? Because in my previous business, I was um, I was always sort of making excuses like, why the hell aren't I getting a, getting a job? Yeah. Like, how am I not getting video jobs? Mm. When I was more, I had to think, okay, I haven't got a website. I haven't yeah. made business cards or flyers. I haven't, you know, I haven't advertised myself. That's the reason you have There's to learn things from you can be doing. Yeah, like, yeah, you have to learn from your failures. Exactly. Like rejection is never a bad thing if mm. it teaches you something. Mm. That's something you never learn in school. Mm. <laughs> because if you fail, you get bad grades. That's a bad thing. Failure yeah. is bad. It's not. Mm. Yeah, it's not. We're not taught in school that you need to have your own ideas in life to be able to mm. sort of really progress. That's interesting because me and you were in the same philosophy class. Mm. And it was great. But any every time we brought up new ideas in class, stuff that wasn't part of the syllabus. Shut down. <laughs> just thrown Straight out the window. Away, yeah. It's like you got a new idea. We don't want to hear it. No, wrong. That's not what we're here <laughs> for. I remember being told, uh, I brought up some idea in philosophy and they were like, That's great, but Will, you need to tick the boxes to get the grades. Mm. And that was when I was like, Yeah. Sod this. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's such a shame with our education system that mm. it is about ticking boxes and getting grades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not real education, is it? Like yeah. You're never really going to learn anything from that. Mm. 
such a shame that that's what we that's what we sort of subjects our young people to. Mm. The whole idea of academia, yeah, it stems from like Plato and setting up his academy. Mm. That's ac- yeah. academy, academia, mm. same thing, right? His idea was like we need to think of new ideas and then test them. That's the way you're going to find the truth. Yeah. If you're surrounded by positive thinking people who are always bringing out new ideas and yeah. testing them, that's true education. Like mm. education isn't uh, learning repeated things and then memorizing them. That's indoctrination. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like it's not saying that you shouldn't try mm. to do well at school. Of course, you should because as much as we may not like it, you know, having good mm. grades does open up a lot of doors for you. Yeah. So it's never a bad thing no. to sort of you know, of course you should always make the most out of the situation that you're in yeah but it's it is a shame that that it is such a sort of like you say it's about ticking boxes and not yeah. generating your own ideas which Absolutely. is the most important thing like yeah. i think like i said before i've learned a lot more yeah school having doesn't left, having left school yeah than i have when I was at school. Yeah, there's nothing like inherently wrong with the education system. Course, there yeah. are things that I'd love to change about it. Yeah, of course. But and I think it's definitely getting better yeah. in the in the fact that you know, when we were at school there was this thing called EPQ where like you could you could write about something that you loved or were passionate yeah. about and I think that's a great thing. Mm. But I just don't think there's enough at school because it doesn't teach you to be unique or yeah. to go into the field that you love. In that, Definitely. when you're at school, you're given a choice of, right, let's say you get to A-levels, you're given a choice of, what, 20 subjects to study or something? Yeah. Whereas in the changing world today, if you went online to mm. online courses, you've got 10,000 things you can learn about. Yeah. And I think that's the way that we're heading. In online that courses, you think? I think in the next yeah. 10 to 20 years, online courses are going to take over schools and universities mm. completely. Yeah. Because well, obviously the internet is... An amazing resource. Mm. It's just about what do we use it for. Yeah. I mean, for me, the first thing that's great about online courses is that you've just the amount of stuff you can learn. Yeah. The space and time in which in which you can learn it in. You know, you don't have to go to school nine to five or whatever. Yeah. You can literally sit in your bed at night time and learn, right? So, yeah. so there's this thing called Masterclass which I invested in, which is uh I'm learning how to direct with the world's best directors yeah people who have directed like star wars and stuff it's like yeah i'm learning from the best right yeah. that's and the thing with these online courses you know you're learning from the best the people you have who've done it are pretty amazing yeah. like everything is out there mm. for you to be able to learn and take in mm. and if the, that's yeah. what you want to do absolutely and the thing is once you're learning stuff in school and university by the time you come out that stuff could just be completely wrong or mm. updated or outdated. Yeah. And uh, when you're learning stuff online, it's the newest stuff that you're learning. And so I think it's more valuable. The only problem is, yeah. is that I- even if you have an online course and you know the stuff, you know, you don't have a piece of paper that says you can, you know it, right? Mm. And that's the difference between university and school is that yes, piece so, yeah. of paper yes, that so. says you know it. That's really the only reason. But I think f- for creatives and stuff like that, for people who are, photographers or videographers graphic designers and stuff online courses is definitely the way to go mm. it's cheaper you can do it in your own time and you're learning from the best yeah it teaches cool. you what you need to know yeah obviously if you want to be a doctor don't do an online course <laughs> yeah <laughs> very true but yeah but it's the same for let's say you wanted to learn a language mm. right because 
English people, we don't typically learn other languages. We're very lazy, aren't we, <laughs> with our language learning? You go and meet people from... You probably learned this like, from travelling, right? Definitely, yeah. You go and meet someone from, I don't know, the Netherlands. Yeah. It's an excellent example. Like, I've never met a Dutch person person who does not speak fluent English. Like It's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Like, mm. it's the Dutch same kids are yeah. speaking English by the time like, they're five. Yeah. And in it's Germany, you learn it quickly as well. Yeah. And everybody knows English. It's yeah. It's yeah. very easy for us to be lazy as English speakers mm, and it's to think that we don't have to learn a language. And the prob- and it's such yeah. a shame because it, it opens so many doors. Oh, it does. I can't remember who, who said this. There's some quite our edge, but mm. it said when you, when you speak to someone in your own language, or a language that they know, mm. you speak to their head. Mm. If you speak to someone in their own language, you speak to their heart. Damn. Yeah, because that makes so much I think, sense. I think it really does because it's such a good feeling to be able mm. to uh, speak a little bit of German and yeah. having been to Germany, travel around there for a bit, mm. it's an amazing feeling to be able to speak to someone in their own language. Yeah. It's, it's a it's, completely different experience, yeah. yeah it's, and it's so easy just to be lazy it's, as an English yeah. speaker and just speak English because everyone does. Yeah, it, it's not even that hard it's, to it's learn language. Everything's for yeah. free today. You can go on the app store mm. and get, uh, I don't know, like if you want to learn German, Russian, whatever. I've been learning yeah. Russian recently. Even, whatever, even like YouTube, you know, it's like... Yeah, it's all for free. It's all there. Yeah. You can learn within weeks. You can, mm. And all you have to do is learn, I don't know, numbers, transportation and greetings and that's pretty yeah. much all you need to get by definitely and it's it's like it's not that hard yeah that's the thing there's just so many options out there mm. on the internet and like people aren't do, taking that advantage what, what do we use them for like like what do we this comes back to time how are you spending your time how do you spend your time yeah mm. exactly like out of like the incredible opportunities that we have yeah in the 21st century in a first world country mm. like what do we make out of those opportunities? Yeah. It's just something to think about because, like, you don't think about mm. these things, you know, you're going to be sort of stuck in the same cycle of, you know, not being able to progress yep. in your life and you need to keep keep progressing, like, whatever mm. you do. I read something crazy the other day, which is um, when you're speaking a different language, you mm. actually take on different characteristics in that mm. when you're speaking a different language and I've, this has happened for me in that when I speak German, I sort of become a different person in that my characteristics change. I'm yeah. sort of more of a straightforward person. Mm. It's sort of a German trait, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I thought that was crazy. And it, it's kind of mm. true. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, when I speak English, I'm well. Aber wenn ich Deutsch rede, completely different person. Ein bisschen, ja. Ganz, ja, natürlich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what's interesting as well is um, when you travel. Well, not it's not when you travel, but different countries teach different things in their schools. Mm. You're not gonna have the same syllabus in the same country. Well, sorry, you're gonna have completely different syllabuses in different countries. And that when you learn about World War Two in England, you're gonna be taught from an English perspective, and then when yeah. you're taught history. From Germany, mm. it's going to be slightly different. When you're taught yeah. history in yeah. Pakistan, it's going to be completely is, yeah. different. I saw a very interesting video. It was like a Japanese educational video mm-hmm. um, about Second World War, specifically the bombing of Hiroshima. Yeah. Um, completely from a Japanese 
perspective. Catastrophe. Like, it, it was so, I, I'm sure you can probably find this on YouTube. Yeah. Um, something that obviously you see, you see, like, it, it, was, it was just like an animated movie of, mm. like, what happened on that day. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very interesting to see, like, just a completely different perspective on it. Yes. That, that's a great point because you need to have fresh perspectives mm. otherwise you're just going to be ignorant your whole life you'll just believe true, one yeah. set of beliefs you need mm. to test the waters in, in, in other areas yeah. and I love it when people come up to me and they, they test my ideas because I can be so sure that I'm right about something mm. but then someone could just come along and say you're wrong, here's why and that's, that's, the, that's, that's a great the, thing that's the thing like I was saying with travelling and putting mm. yourself out of your comfort zone yeah. so you need to test your ideas you mm. need to sort of put yourself out there mm. and realize that i can't just live in this bubble you know yeah. there's endless opportunities ideas out there mm. so like am i gonna sort of put myself out there and like do do these things like put yeah. myself out of my comfort zone and really sort of really test my test my beliefs and my ideas mm. yeah i think it's um so there are so many points we've covered on traveling alone yeah. in that you know you gain independence mm. you gain new ideas new perspectives mm. and that just changes you as a person absolutely yeah would you recommend traveling to everyone or are there I certain people that probably shouldn't travel i think everyone should try it yeah like if you've never tried something then you're never going to know by yourself we're talking you traveling alone yeah of course yeah. everybody should alone. try it everyone should try it yeah of course because like i say if you don't Try new things. Yeah. You're never going to know if it's for you or if it isn't. Mm. Like you might be really like thinking, like I'm going to hate this. Like it's going to be horrible. Yeah. But you go and you love it. Yeah. Like if you never. Well, you might not love it, but. Well, so uh, for some people, it yeah. might be that way. I mean. Yeah. Um. So if you never sort of if you never put yourself out mm -hmm. there like that, then you're never going to learn if it's for you yeah. or not. And I think. Yeah, so I think everyone should try it, but mm -hmm. it's not necessarily for everyone. Not mm. everyone is going to love it. That's fair enough. You know, if you don't like it, then mm. it's not for you. There's nothing wrong with that. It's I think, just, a, yeah, I think a lot. If you never try it, then yeah, you're never going to know. For sure, that's that's a basic rule. Yeah. I think some people are just they're scared that they're going to sit in a room for four days if they travel by themselves. When yeah. that's not the case. I used to think that before I went traveling by myself. I uh, I thought oh, this is going to be horrible. Like I'm literally going to be stuck by myself with nothing to do. But because you're yeah. by yourself, you are forced to make friends. Mm -hmm. Like you, <laughs> there's something in you. It's like, okay, I need to make friends, so I need to go into the common area. I need it's to like talk a, it's to like people. a basic human instinct, isn't it? Yeah. Like when you're on your own. You know, when we were like evolving from, like in, as, as like primitive humans, we mm. like we had to stick together and yeah. make social connections to survive. Yeah. And it's the same. So if you travel to a different country, and you on your own yeah then it's like it's like it's a natural instinct isn't it you mm. want to put yourself out there and make friends mm. make contacts whatever it is i was going to bring this up earlier it's funny that you brought up a sort of like primitive state mm. in that uh when we were talking about having to look your best and wearing the best brands and stuff mm. that's almost primitive because yeah. back in the day in caveman times you were if you were the strongest best looking you would get the best, the best woman yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh you know if you could hunt and everything if you were the best at what you did mm. then you would have it obviously it's changed because we don't have to hunt yeah. anymore we that's the thing obviously evolution is all about like it's all about Natural survival selection. and 
like creating the next generation. Mm. So like it's but it's almost very very deeply ingrained, isn't it, with our yeah. brains? But it's almost it's changed to an unhealthy kind of yeah choice in that you know back in the day if you were picking the strongest mate mm. or something that's a good thing, right? Yeah, to pick to pick someone strong who's like mentally and physically yeah. strong that's a great thing, but to now pick someone based on what they're wearing and stuff that's mm. not so good. That's Definitely, not so yeah. Good. Very interesting how we um, we forget that we're animals. Basically, mm. like it's it's hard to know where to put like humans. Like, are we animals? Are we are we more than animals? <laughs> like, what? Like, where do we? Do we where have do a we soul? <laughs> yeah, all of that kind of thing. Like, where ginger, do we? So. Yeah, no. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> where do we put ourselves? Really, yeah. like, um, yeah, like what's. Uh, yeah, I think I think we just forget that like we um we came from like monkeys. Monkey yeah, exactly, monkeys. Yeah. And like are we still animals? Are we like what makes us think we're mm. sort of something different, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean there's definitely something different with humans compared to yeah. other mammals. And yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> obviously other animals can can speak mm. and they've got you know, some even have quite complex languages and you know, yeah. dolphins sort of what what is it? They sort of like make these noises they, they on different and frequencies, like, yeah, and it, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's all it's complicated. Kind of like like kind of like a language, yeah. yeah. But then there obviously is something different about humans, yeah. And I think that, yeah, I think when we were evolving, it was like a sort of self feeding circle because obviously the mm. more like different proteins you have, yeah, the uh, bigger your brain your brain grows over like many many generations through mm. evolution, mm. and obviously the bigger your brain grows, yeah, the more intelligent you become, yeah. and the more food you can catch. Yeah. The okay. more protein you have, mm-hmm. the more intelligent you become mm. from a bigger brain and the more food you so it's like a yeah. self feeding cycle, isn't it? Through evolution. I think mm. I was um yeah, I was reading something that said that that's how we became sort of like that mass like it's that, that much ahead any other animal, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Are you able to press the record button again? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're all good. All good. So yeah. No, that's a, I'd love to see where humans are going to go because it's not like we've just stopped evolving because we're yeah. going to continue to evolve, yeah, whether we like it or not. But it's just, are we going to evolve into a into a good and well, yeah, the, uh, the the long, long term like future of humanity mm. is very, very interesting because like. obviously natural selection isn't as prominent today as it once was, mm. and everybody's surviving now because of modern medicine. True, yeah, and. It's not. It's a great thing that people are surviving yeah, now. It's great that we have hospitals and stuff like that. But I often sometimes worry <laughs> in that: Are we just going to become a weak human race? Could That's that very happen? Interesting. Yeah. Because if very everyone's surviving, I saw um, you did uh, you did biology. Didn't I, you? I didn't do biology. No, 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 no. Of course. Um, sorry. I was just thinking because um, when when I did biology, mm. it's um, it's very interesting how <laughs> they show that, like with predator prey relationships, for example, right? You know, if there's more of the predator, mm-hmm. it becomes less of the prey, but because there's less of the prey, there's less food for the predators, so it's like a natural state. less of the predators yeah. than more of the prey. Natural cycle it sort of keeps itself in balance like uh-huh. that. I find that very interesting because obviously humans have. <clears throat> like sort of excel to something way 
above, like and like and any other animal. Mm. Like we've completely dominated the earth. We're completely destroying the earth. Mm. Like when is nature going to sort of come back? When's karma going to hit us? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just an interesting thought. I think because like, is it going to balance itself back out? You know what I mean? Well, I think with anything like the earth just naturally straightens itself out. Mm. It's just a matter of when. But it's also like every civilization every civilization collapses. Oh. And I think we're idiots to think that this world we live in won't collapse one day. Because I'm sure yeah. the Romans, who were they an advanced they civilization... They were Exactly. And it's the same with the Greeks, right? In yeah. Athens and, and the Spartans or whatever, they probably thought they were going to live thousands of years and their culture would be dominant. Mm. But... And now we're here today thinking, look at those primitive people. Like, our, yeah. our civilization's going to live forever. And of course, in a thousand years, people could just forget about us yeah. completely. This, this, people are going to look back in a thousand, two thousand years and say, look at them, they're crazy. Yeah, very interesting, sort of, to put that perspective on it and think mm. that, like, like this, civilization, this civilization, you know, it's, it's not going to last forever. It's not, no. Oh, I, like, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I could be completely knows, wrong, but who knows? You know, there could be something crazy that happens. Let, let's say, like antibiotics, the way they're going, there could be some sort of bacteria that's just absolutely resistant to it. Know, it could yeah. just like wipe so many people off the planet. You know, crazy, the Ebola yeah. virus could go crazy, crazy again. Yeah. You know, who knows? Like, we could be wiped out at any moment. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing to think about, but it's you know could happen. Very interesting. Very unlikely, yeah. but it could happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting to put that perspective on it and think like. But yeah, I I just thought it'd be interesting to to think so about. Think we all we all sort of think that our lives are sort of very stable like that. If you know yeah. what I mean. But oh yeah. Of course, anything could happen at any moment. Mm. I mean, even if something very. I don't know. Even if internet went out, imagine the ramifications of that. Yeah. If we just. Or even energy, if we had mm. no electricity anymore. There was that, um, a couple of weeks ago, the power cut in South America. Okay. There was, I don't know if you heard about this, for like, for a few hours, the whole of, which country it was, I think most of, uh, I think it was most of Argentina. Like Jesus. Was just cut off from All electricity. electricity? I can't remember which country How long did that last honest, for? But I think it was only like a few hours, but like, okay. it was just like, Chaos. the whole country just went like had no electricity. Yeah, you think about that. That's absolutely insane. Like, how can yeah. how can that happen? You have you to go back I mean? to candles. Yeah, exactly. And hunting. <laughs> no, no, but all it Eating takes is other. all it takes is one EMP grenade. To, yeah. to like start a worldwide outage of mm. of electricity, and it's like there's there's a TV show that I watch called Revolution, and it's uh it's about these people, and uh, there's just sort of like one massive. EMP that goes off electromagnetic, electromagnetic pulse and it just wipes out electricity and it's like what the hell would the world do without it yeah. and we, we think it's so stable but of course at any moment hackers could take it down yeah of course it's, uh, I mean we've got World War 3 coming on the way anyway with fucking <laughs> Trump and all that so <laughs> it's uh, not looking very stable at the moment oh, it's, in, it's interesting but it's interesting you know uh, Conspiracies are interesting for sure. Very interesting. We, yeah. we, we're sort of getting into that realm now. Oh no! And I've dive down those dance. We'll be here for hours. And I'm definitely into conspiracies. Because yeah. the thing is, people blow off conspiracies, but a lot of them yeah. are true, and a lot of them have truth to them. 
And you yeah. know, even if you don't, even if you don't know the outcome, you know, is this conspiracy true or not? It's always good to question it. You, it's always you, good to question everything. Yeah, exactly. Even Buddha said, yeah. you know, you should question everything that you're told. Mm. You shouldn't just believe it at face value. And um, that's probably a problem that society has as well, in yeah. that we just accept things because we accept it in school, mm. and that drags on into our adult life. Definitely. You know, if the government tells you something, you're just meant to believe it. You know, yeah. question it. You know, absolutely. Yeah, it's not just things you're told; it's everything about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you always need to keep asking those questions. Yeah. As we were saying beforehand, keep pushing yourself sort of out of your comfort zone into new things. Keep learning more things about yourself because yeah. that's the way you are going to progress in life. And absolutely. Always keep moving on to bigger and better things because mm. absolutely you don't want to get to the end of your life and regret. Not making the most of it. This this is why I love Socrates. Socrates is my mm. favourite philosopher. Not because he came up with these great ideas like most modern philosophers do, and they write them in their so fancy books. Wh- what did he say? He was, I'm the wisest man, for I know one thing, and that one thing is I, I know, know nothing. nothing. Yeah. Because we I think we that. know a lot. I love but that. But really, I mean, obviously we know stuff like maths and, and stuff like that. It's great. But in reality, it could just be a load of bollocks. <laughs> like <laughs> let, let's take a really easy example uh okay so a cloud mm. evaporation creates a cloud eventually yeah. gets too heavy and dense water pours that's our theory we think we know it and that of course could be completely true 100 yeah. true we figured it out but that might just be something that we've just made up <laughs> mm. you know people used to believe in in the greek gods yeah. and that's the way the world worked and obviously we've disproved that now but what's to say that loads of our scientific ideas today yeah. could be completely disproven 1,000, 2,000 years down the line? Very, very interesting, because obviously our Western society is built on the principles of Greek philosophy. Yeah. And something we've kind of lost touch with, I mm, think. Absolutely. It's not... Um, yeah, we've been left with the foundations of these societies, but mm. what... Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, like, there's something about, like, obviously that um, ancient like Greek philosophy that sort mm. of created well, the Greeks, our society the and our culture. Well, the Greeks were just really great yeah. thinkers. You know, you have Plato, yeah. Aristotle, Socrates, mm. everyone else, but those are the big three. And why I love Socrates so much is he didn't come up with any ideas. What he did was he questioned everyone. <laughs> yeah, until everybody he got, spoke to. Exactly. He managed to disprove anything and they I lo- said. I love that <laughs> because people just accept things yeah. today, whereas if you dig a bit deeper... It's like, you know, let's take, um, I don't know, something controversial, 9-11, right? Yeah. So a lot of people think, um, and I'm not saying you're right or wrong, you know, I, I could be completely wrong, um, but let's say people accept the official 9-11 story. Great, no problem, right? Well, they found their passports and the <laughs> but fucking But once you start rubble, asking questions, yeah. don't, don't come up with any ideas for now, just ask questions, yeah. you know, the fact that um, the owner, Silverstein or whatever took insurance money out like weeks before for I don't know terrorism just a bit fishy mm. it's small things like this just just ask questions and Socrates used to go to like military military generals and he used to ask what is real courage is it just running into a battlefield yeah that's not real courage yeah and it's like just ask questions because eventually you'll get to the truth and that's a great way just to think about questions stuff. Yeah, yeah of course mm. tell you what we're coming to the end of the podcast now what are some things you want to tell our listeners so, so, like, the top things you want to get out that people need to hear. I don't know. What have we been talking about today? Like, just always... This is 
The Calling podcast. The calling. Pe- people need to start listening to their calling. Their calling. I guess some of the things we've covered is how many of the things that in our society we're subjected to, you know, they mm. can very much hold us back and prevent us from following, like you said, our calling, like yeah. what we really want to do in life. But yeah. it's... We need to learn how to deal with the challenges of the challenges that our generation is faced with yeah. and you know find the best ways to like get through it and make the most out of things because mm. I guess what we were saying before, you've got one life and you have to make the most of it. Yeah. Like whatever you do, you don't want to regret not like not putting yourself out there and not doing everything that you can to sort of progress and become mm. the best version of yourself. That's it. That's the calling. You want to become the best version of yourself, of course, not somebody not else. Not of anyone else, no. Absolutely. It's all about being yourself. And that's, we were talking about mental illness, mm. like depression, anxiety, and I think a huge thing, like if you are suffering from these things that you need to tell yourself is, it's okay just to be myself. Yeah. Like, I'm not inadequate. Mm-hmm. I'm, there's, there's nothing wrong with the Absolutely. person that I am, you know? Yeah. I like it's okay to be me mm-hmm. and whatever I do I'm just going to be myself mm. just embrace that's very, yourself that's a very important thing yeah. love and embrace yourself I think that's a great Definitely. way to end the podcast of course thanks for coming on the show Matt thank you for having me no it's problem thanks for listening to the first episode of the calling podcast tune in next week where I sit down with my good friend Ed and we talk about starting a brand young how to grow from the bottom up and how to continue and maybe why uh, to start a brand and who should start a brand as well. See you next week. Thank you.